Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Judges. We're still in chapter 3, looking at verses 3 and 4 in the New King James Version. God has to teach his people how to be warriors. You have a generation that needed to know war. They did not know. So God allowed the Canaanites to remain where Israel, because Israel did not drive them out. So since he uh, allowed them to remain, he wanted his people to be warriors. And Matthew Henry said that they must sometimes wade in blood and not always in milk and honey, lest even their men of war, by the long disuse of arms, should become as soft and as, as tender, as nice and indelicate as a woman. But let's just listen to God's word. These are the nations that God allowed to remain. Namely, five lords of the Philistines, all of the Canaanites, the Sidonians, and the Hivites who dwelt in Mount Lebanon, from Mount Baal Hermon to the entrance of Hamath. And they were left that he might test Israel by them to know whether they would obey the commandments of the Lord which he had commanded their fathers by the hand of Moses. Again, Judges chapter 3, verses 3 and 4 from the New King James Version, which gives this section a title, The Nations Remaining in the Land. I'll be back to share insights and we'll close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. That again was Judges chapter 3, verses 3 and 4 from the New King James Version. Matthew Henry says about this this section that God found it necessary to uh, have a well-disciplined uh, military for the children of Israel. So that was in his plan. They needed to be disciplined because they might ha- they would have to defend their coast when invaded. And they might uh, need to be able to defend themselves to enlarge their coast as God had promised them. And then he went on to say the art of war is best learnt by experience, which not only acquaints men with marsh- uh, marital Um, discipline, but inspires them with marital disposition. And you know that soldiers have a mindset like none other. I have a son who's a former military. That mindset is a mindset like none other. So I can understand what he's saying. He and Israel needed to breed soldiers, just as those on the seacoast bred seamen, um, men who went, you know, had to take the, went, made their living on the sea. 
the children of Israel needed to breed soldiers. That was also what one of the commentaries gave like an example. God named the, each of the pagan nations that stubbornly stayed in the land. These gave and would give and would continue to give great disturbance to Israel and um, more than any of the other natives, especially in the latter time of the latter times of the judges. And they were never quite reduced until King David's time. They were a particular nation. There was a particular nation called Canaanites that kept their ground with the Sidonians, an important Phoenician city upon the coast of the Great Sea. And in the north, the Hivites held much of Mount Le uh, Lebanon, it being a remote corner in which perhaps uh, they were supported by some of the neighboring states. And it said, not much is known about, known of this Canaanite uh, tribe, the, the Hivites, the uh, Hivite nation, besides the fact they're in the line of Ham. And then it goes on to name the five lords of the Philistines. They were Ashdod, Gaza, Ascalon, Gath, and Ekron. And that's found in 1 Samuel chapter 6, verse 17. And uh, the, the, the section goes on to say that God left those nations there to test Israel by them, to know whether they would obey. And sometimes God does have to get our attention one way or another, especially if we've gone so far from the path. And he's been so patient with us. He does have to get our attention. And just to see, you know, like you would a kid. I know my daddy would do that. And that was horrible. He would put things out and leave it there. And my husband would do the same thing to see if the kids would touch it. And they knew that if they touched it and, he, you know, it was like to see how obedient you are, how honest you are. But let me get back to the lesson. The reason that God didn't just eliminate these nations um, is again because he wanted to see what his children, what the children would do. He was proving, he was allowing them to see. He already knew because God knows, but he needed them to know. It was to prove Israel's commitment to God and his word. If they were obedient to the word of God, the other nations would not hinder them and they would grow strong enough to drive them out completely. One thing God intended in leaving them was to prove them that those who were faithful to God, to the God of Israel, might have the honor of resisting the Canaanites' allurement to idolatry, and that those who were false and insincere might be discovered, and might fall under the shame of the yield uh, shame for yielding to those allurements. And, you know, we do need to do that. We do need to, if someone is taken in a fault, the scripture says that we should go to that person. So uh, in this section, the way I'm seeing it, the people who were faithful to God and who kept the commandments, and, you know, if they saw one of their brothers not do, you know, what they should do, if they saw one of their brothers going to the place of where the altars were, the, where the idols were, it was their job to bring them back in. Of course, we have the Holy Spirit to convict us. But that was that that's what God wanted. He wanted those who were strong to help those who might be weak, who would uh, you know, fall into that allurement 
the, the, all that glitters, all that looks shiny, all that looks enticing. He wanted them to, you know, be able to withstand that and having done all to stand. Their fathers fought by divine power. God taught their hands to war and their fingers to fight. But now, the, this generation, they have forfeited his favor. So they will have to learn to fight like other men. Let's pray. Y'all forgive me. I said marital. I meant martial. Of course, you know that. Sorry about that. Marshall. He ne- they needed to learn how to defend themselves. And that word would be martial, not marital. <laughs> oh, be blessed. Father, we thank you that as we read this section, you, the word says that you left those nations in Israel's territory to test them, to know whether they would obey. And Father, we thank you. Even as we study this lesson, we pray that the Holy Spirit shows us, reveals to us any patterns that could be considered a pagan territory in our lives and in the lives of believers so that we can identify them as an enemy. Uh, the children of Israel, some of them were uh, easily, they easily succumbed. They easily um, became enamored. They fell for the allurement of idolatry, of the idols of the Canaanite nations that they were um, living with. And Father, we pray that even as we see things in our world and in our lives, that they are so attractive. And, you know, there are times we might wish that I had what this person has or I want what that person has, but we don't know the cost. So, Father, help us to know that some of the things that look like they're gold is gold-plated. Some of the things that look like they're silver is just uh, is fake. So thank you, Father. Even the uh, idols that the children of Israel that enticed them away from you. That was junk, as Alistair Begg says. That's a piece of junk. Why would you serve, go from serving the true and living God to a piece of junk who cannot see, cannot hear, has to be moved from place to place. But let's, um, again, Father, let me get back on, on my other, on the path of the tra- of my prayer, which is again to thank you, to pray for those who need you. God, we bless your name. We thank you in the name of Jesus. We pray for those who are in battles right now. You know the war going on in the Ukraine. You know what's going on in other parts of the world, even here in our own nation, in our own towns, in our own communities. God, we need you and we need you in a special way. Thank you for touching. Thank you for healing. Thank you for blessing. Thank you for protecting, providing. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.